0: Hello beautiful souls and welcome to episode number four. Today is actually quite special because I have my first guest today. My first guest is gonna be a very close friend of mine. Her name is Tanya and she herself gained some weight over the past, which is why I thought she'd be an amazing first first human being to be on this podcast here. By the way, if you probably can tell, the audio is a little bit different in this episode just because we are recording over Zoom because Tanya right now is in Berlin, whereas I am in Bali and we are recording this online from our computers. So if the audio isn't as amazing as with the microphone, for example, then this is due to this reason. But I hope that you guys will enjoy it. Um, I'm pretty sure you will, because this is an amazing episode. We had such an amazing and beautiful conversation. And yeah, I hope you have a great time listening to it. Here I have this beautiful lady and very, very close
1: friend of mine, Tanya. And she is like one of my closest friends, friends actually. And I remember that we spent last year together in Bali, and now she is in Berlin, and I'm still in Bali, and I missed her to bits and pieces,
2: I'm so excited
1: to be here. Oh, are you excited to be my first guest on this podcast? (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm
2: so excited to talk to you and to reconnect. This is so beautiful. I love it so much. Thank you for the invitation.
1: Pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. I'm not sure if there are like, any people listening right to this podcast, but if there are any, I'm sure they will value your experience and your journey a lot. So basically, what I would love to uh, get to know about you is who you are, um, in case there are some people out there who don't know who you are. and uh, Yeah, just briefly explain what
2: yourself is about. <laughs> All right. Hi, hey, guys. My name is Tanya. I live in Berlin, and I... I'm basically everything. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can relate to it. Um, But yeah, like I'm a designer. I do a little bit of um, like photography, videography. I'm also a mindset coach. Um, I am a pole dancer. I love to do sports, what this podcast is about. Um, So yeah, basically I'm just like a creative person trying to find its way through this blissful state of being a
1: human being. I love that. I love that. It literally explains who you are. Mm-hmm. And also you are one of the people that literally has like the most insane female body that I've ever seen. Oh, you probably one of the strongest you know, And on the things that you can do with your body I'm each time, like I see you just working out or stretching. I'm like so impressed. And you're actually one of my kind of inspirations. I'm like, it's oh, literally how far you've come and how you look right now and also how you feel right now. It's like, So, so inspirational. And for those who don't know how her body looks like, check her out on Instagram. It's (laughs) inspiration.
2: This is so funny that you say that, like, because I love your body as well. (laughs) 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 And by the way, I'm not just saying this because you're a friend of mine. I truly, truly think that. Thank you. This is so weird because like when people say that, it's like, no, it's not that crazy. And I hear it from like a a couple sources. I'm like, no, it's not true. It's just like normal because it's normal to me. (laughs) But thank you so much for the compliments. I do highly appreciate it.
1: (laughs) My pleasure. I think it truly is the fact. And I feel like each time people compliment you or like someone else, it's like so hard to receive it because you don't see it in yourself. But isn't that like such a powerful thing to like hear from other people? It is. yeah and instead of
2: being like no it's not true just be like thank you so much i've been working hard for it so let's start with yeah that. Exactly. So much. Just
1: admit, yeah, yeah admit your progress and that yeah it's like so so powerful to be able to say like yeah i've heard I've, I've, I've um i've worked for it and i deserve to be where i am right now yeah definitely
2: yeah all of you guys just repeat this after your letter you deserve to be where you are at right now and you also deserve to progress so much more <laughs>
1: Oh, yes, big fans. Um Speaking of your body right now, I assume that you were not born with the muscles that you have nowadays. Would you like to share um, how you achieved those and your journey, basically, how where you started, how you were like maybe 10 years ago and how you made it to be where you're at um, exactly at that moment?
2: Yeah, I'd love to. So basically, I was born with six packs. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Well technically we all are. <laughs> technically we are definitely. <laughs> no, but um when I was younger my parents always told me because my dad is also really into sports powerlifting and um, bodybuilding since he was like really very young. So I feel like I've got good genes for building muscles definitely. Um and also my brothers like you've seen pictures of them they're also like huge. Yeah. Um so I feel like it's in the family somehow. But also here, if you don't do anything, you will not get anything. Um, but when I was younger, I started with dancing. So I did classical dancing, then progressed into modern dancing. Then when I was 10 years old, I also got into acrobatics. So it really gave me the sense of moving my body, already knowing how I had to use these muscles for like different balance actions and stretching and all of these kind of things. Um, so it really gave me an understanding of, where my body parts are at Mm -hmm. in like weird inverted um situations basically so that really um gave me like a big plus because also when you're are young um you just form these connections much more quicker so this really gave Mm -hmm. me a really good start into everything and this is also because my dad my yeah my dad my parents told me that I had to do one sport. It doesn't matter which one. Like, I could literally do like climbing or whatever, but they said do, yeah, like- <laughs> do like- the to me. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> but do like one sport um, a week. So it was like one hour, nothing too crazy. And then it kind of progressed naturally. Then I was like, I didn't want to do acrobatics. So I had two hours a week. Um, then I also started doing little chore- choreographies for my acrobatic team. Um, like off hours. So it was really my passion, I found. and I also doing retrospective. Um, and looking more into myself, it was really something that helped me get out of like darker times. So I really felt that I could blossom there and really find my true self instead of always staying in that victim mode of like nobody wants to do anything, but I really felt that sports is something where I can yeah. express myself and also be on stage instead of always being like, no, I'm too shy talking in front of people Um, so it was really something where i could become myself and be one with my body and mind you know this flow state um really was that and then i moved to berlin eight years ago almost eight years ago um and here i also went to like dance a dance company and i also started with freelatic so doing a lot of runs um sprints just like stuff outside, you know, box jumps, yeah. whatever you can find. <laughs> Um And this was really, really motivating me. So I progressed from like one or two hours a week to like three or four hours a week of uh, hours a week of sports. Exactly. And then when I moved to Australia, my whole life <laughs> changed. <laughs> awesome.
1: awesome.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Like how new environments just change you so much. Um, and I was already sporty, but I wasn't um muscular i mean it was more like super lean you know like a dance mm. body. um and there just somebody waved with a paper and was like hey do you want to have like a free trial of our gym and i was like you know what i'm in a new place i want to experience everything so i just went and there i started with doing some some classes with a little bit of weight so it was never like i want to like start heavy lifting it was basically just like I don't know, 10, 20 kilos, something, and then you do certain activities, more like high intensity interval things. I also started with boxing. And first, any weights? Or have you been working with weights before? Um, no, before I haven't really been working with weights. Like my dad always had his gym, and my brothers were training there, but I was never really into it. Like I tried here and there, but I was like, no, I don't really need it. I don't really want it. So the weights started in Australia, and there I also started with acro yoga. So even more listening to my body and also trusting other people there. Um, and then I also started going to the gym floor a little bit because I got inspired by people that were surrounding me. They were like, yeah, come, let's try. So I did a lot of ring training um, and a little bit of weight training. And then when I came back to Berlin, I was like, yes, I need to change something. I want to like make this life. As I experienced it in Australia, I bring it back to Berlin and I also got a new roommate and he was really into fitness, really into gym, bodybuilding. So I went training with him a couple of times and he gave me a plan. So that's where I really started to work out with weights, which was 2000 and 2015, I guess. So like four years ago. Oh, yeah, that's not too long ago actually, no. thinking about it now. No, it's really not. Nice and yeah like my passion was never to get super strong or to build like a crazy big physique because i know if i would want that i could go even crazier like because i know my genetics my dad and my brothers and he also said like if he really wanted to i could become like a machine <laughs> but it's just not my. Problem. i love to do pole dancing i love to do all these aesthetically um aesthetically pleasing sports i don't know but it's just so fun to sometimes push yourself and actually i did my 100 kilogram deadlift before christmas or like christmas and i was like this is my goal for next year and my dad was like let's try it today and i was like i'm not gonna lift 100 kilos because my mom was like 90 or something and he was like no we we can do it we can do it and i was like are you kidding me and he was like no just do it exactly as you did to 95 just everything and i pushed myself and was like, okay, I got this anxiety, you know, when you do something for the first time and you're not really trusting yourself, I like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is, I'm making, it's making me so nervous. So I just wasn't really thinking, I was like, okay, what did I do the last time? And I pushed myself and I did it. And I was like, Yes! <laughs>
1: Oh my God, isn't that beautiful how like you can trick your mind? It's like crazy. Whenever you like, don't believe in yourself, it's not going to happen. But if you have someone believing in you, you're like, okay, if this person's kind of believing me, I kind of think that I can actually do it. And then you just do it. And you're like, what the hell did I just do? And then you're like, oh my God, I could have done so the whole time. I had actually exactly the same thing when I did my first ever pull up. I had the like so deep in my mind that I'm not able to do a pull-up I was just thinking you know what I I just can't like it's just not what my but what my body is capable of until everyone was literally telling me Violetta you can do a pull-up easily you have the strength you have the abilities you can do it and I was like why is everyone thinking I can do a pull-up like they have no idea I'm like not that strong but then I just saw a bar I was squatting actually so I was like training my legs and then like um on top of the squat rack, there was a pull-up bar mm-hmm. and I was like no one was in the room so I was like I'm just gonna try it and like see what happens and all of a sudden I literally was just like on top of the bar I, I just did a pull-up and I was like wait what it was that easy there was no effort nothing special like I just did it like from nothing and I was like why I limit myself for so long telling myself that I'm not able to do that and obviously it's not like a big deal not like a big thing but like just thinking about that minor thing like and how many situations in life am I actually limiting myself of like just telling myself that I can't do certain things if I'm actually fully capable of them so that yeah. gave me like a push to like uh, believe in myself more mm-hmm.
2: definitely yeah this is so important to not tell yourself that you're not capable that you're not worthy that you're not um never progressing never losing weight or never gaining weight that's also something where a lot of people hold on to because they're like yeah but look at my mom she's also struggling with her weight so I have
1: to struggle with my weight also you know mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like the physical body, because obviously my physical body didn't change at that time. Like I still had the same body as I had one day before, but one day before I was not able to pull up. It was just my mind. It was literally just like me telling myself, you know what, I can do it. I'm just going to do it right now. And then, hey, you know what, I can actually um, I have one question for you because you mentioned a couple of times genetics. And I mean, it's obvious that you guys are your family and you have awesome genetics and you're like able of putting up muscles quite quickly. Um, however, I am quite the opposite. Like looking back to my family right now, like none of them was actually any bulked or any <laughs> fit or whatever. Like no one really does any sports and no one is like really um fit like everyone is like quite naturally skinny and i was also like always a girl who was like naturally skinny even though i was like uh, doing sports all my life i was dancing as well um but i was like always like just that skinny girl um but seeing now i was capable of putting on muscles (laughs) Mm -hmm. so even though with like super bad genetics um it is indeed possible maybe with more work but it's definitely not um something that you have to eliminate so like don't tell yourself that if you don't have good genetics that you are not able to do so or the genetics don't in, um identify you fully you can always um still find ways around it yeah and you how can do you see your genetics exactly yeah this is super funny because the rest of my family
2: um are not fit. i mean they do some do sports but most of them are just like normal you know they don't have like crazy muscles or they are also not really like easy gainers and stuff like that but because my dad started weightlifting when he was like i don't know 16 17 something like that he changed his genetics so he exactly genetics to yeah. if you want to know more look into epigenetics but it's definitely um, <laughs> possible to change
1: your biology to change your um percent. Yeah, don't be a victim to uh, what you believe you are. You can always change yourself, your identity, and you can become whoever you want to be. Even though if you're maybe like super speaker but now not strong, you can still become like Tanya, maybe in a year. Or two. <laughs> um, share um how you like if you can remember of course how you felt back then when you were uh, before you started basically weightlifting and like just like thinking about your lowest b- weight basically in life how you felt in your body and also in comparison how you feel right now and what your body is at right now yeah, definitely
2: um this is such a crazy phenomenon but i've been talking with a lot of people and i'm pretty sure you can relate to that as well but weightlifting uh like working with resistance it's changing how you feel so much like also before i was also naturally skinny like i was just really thin i was like maybe like 55 kilos or something which is not much what Um, height one meter 72 i don't know what that is in inches but yeah i think that could be um but um yeah and also there I got bullied in school a little bit because I was skinny like the skinniest and stuff like that so yeah it happens to so many um and then I also like made that weight stick to that sentence or that feeling you know because your emotional body is creating your real body um so your thoughts and feelings they become who you really are and Yeah, I mean, I was feeling okay. I wasn't feeling too bad because I was already doing sports, so I kind of knew how to move and whatever. But now looking back, weightlifting has transformed me so much because you just gain so much more knowledge on how to use certain muscle groups when you're doing, for example, like squats or overhead pulls or whatever. You really feel the muscles working and you know how to – like push them in order to bring that weight up or like pull that weight in or something like that and then also you can engage these muscles much more when you walk or now when I'm sitting down I'm like okay I'm gonna you know contract my back muscles or my chest muscles or my shoulder muscles which I wasn't really able I mean I was able to do it but I wasn't really feeling into it and then also didn't have Yet. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have the connection yet. And also, the posture gets so much better. So now you're just like standing up straighter, taller, like you put your chest out, shoulders back. And I don't know, it just feels so much more comfortable and confident. And also, as a woman walking at night in darkness, I also just feel so much more comfortable because I know. I am strong and if that would be like, of course, if there would be like some crazy ass guy, whatever, I couldn't do much. Yeah. But um, just having that expression, that energy walking through the street of, of not being like, oh my God, I'm so tiny and I cannot do anything and I'm just a girl. But just being like, I also love to put in um, badass music and just walking down the street with like super crazy confidence, which also gave me sports, which also gave me um, building my muscles and also here you don't have to have like crazy amount of muscle but just having this awareness building that connection is so important for that so yeah definitely crazy increase in the confidence mm-hmm. I feel so much more comfortable within my body because I know now that I put the work in myself and I can feel the change immediately like I've been in the mm-hmm. like- work for two weeks and the gyms are closed in um germany but my dad has his own gym in luxembourg so i was training every single day and just in these two weeks i could feel and see such a crazy improvement within Mm. my bodies within the structure within my ability to lift weights as i said i did some prs there Um, and that just changes how
1: you feel immediately it does so much yeah i can totally relate to that Um, Yeah, like just like the way your body looks, like the way you see yourself in your own body, like changes your mind and your relationship with your own body so incredibly much. Mm -hmm. I Yeah, like when I was like super skinny, I was always like just not feeling comfortable and confident. So like I would obviously just like not appear confident in front of other people. Like as soon as I walked into a room, I was always like trying to hide because... I didn't want other people to look at me because I didn't like the way I looked. So I was like, just don't look at me because I don't want you to judge me. And I knew that like as soon as people saw me, their their first thought was probably like, oh, God, this girl is like skinny. And I obviously because I didn't like it either. I was like, just don't even say anything. But nowadays, when I walk into the room because I really like the way my body is um, at the moment, I'm like, yeah I don't mind if you look like if you don't like me that's fine if you like me that's cool as well like I like myself and I don't really value even or I don't really need to know what you're thinking yeah yeah, that's you, don't something need, that's, yeah. you don't need that approval added, yeah that approval
2: from others exactly like oh you look good or you look skinny or whatever you're just like I feel good within myself and that's what matters the most and also here Absolutely. like muscular girls like not saying I'm like crazy muscular but I know from other people um who are even like have more weight to them um that a lot of guys are like oh my god how can you and this is not like natural for like a female or whatever but like who cares as long as you feel good and it's your goal to be strong like you don't have to you can also just do sports and do dancing and not gaining that crazy amount of like muscle bulk But you'll still gain that feeling of like engaging your muscles and working them. And every sport and every um, goal that you have will create a different body, which is amazing, which is good. So, we're not saying you need to have abs in order to feel confident. No, not at all. It's just like engaging in activity and engaging in um, activities that are really like forcing your mind to basically give that power away and letting your body. work is so beneficial and so crucial to also gaining more first of all physical strength but then also mental strength to push through yeah
1: i think that's exactly what happens like as soon as you gain physical strength you just simultaneously also gain, gain mental strength that at least what happened to me and so far to everyone that i spoke they were like yes it's like so interconnected and it's so amazing that it is um were you actually at some point ever scared of gaining weight? Like were you ever had you ever had the fear of like, oh, I don't know the way my body's gonna change when I start weightlifting, for example, and I, I'm not sure if I would like that. Mm-hmm. Um
2: coming to muscles, no, not at all, because my dad, like he already told me basically all about it. So I knew that when you lift five or ten kilos, your body's not gonna change dramatically. And it's also going to take time, you know. It's not that when you train a week, all of a sudden you have, like, a massive bicep or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's just happening that way naturally. (laughs) But um, I wasn't really afraid of that. I was more afraid of um, gaining more fat, (laughs) right, Mm -hmm. eating more, to becoming more, um, yeah, not, like, skinny Fits. I
1: don't know how to say that, but yeah, basically, gain gain more weight in form of fat. I think that's actually a point where, like, where I was actually kind of scared of gaining weight because I thought the only way to gain weight is, like, becoming more fat, and that's something that I didn't want it. I obviously didn't want to stay skinny either, but I also didn't want to, like, be obese or whatever, so I was like, I'd rather probably just stay where I am right now because I don't want to be this kind of girl who's then being bullied for being obese, Mm -hmm. so, um, It was like a life changing experience for me to find out that you can actually build muscles, become stronger and at the same time gain weight because muscles obviously weight more than no muscles or even fat. So that's something that was uh, kind of like new to me. I've never heard of that before. I started going to the gym and I was like so happy when I found out about it because it was like the perfect weight for me uh, the perfect way for me to gain weight without becoming just fat for no reason basically Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and also
2: don't be afraid to also gain a little bit more fat while you're training because first of all your body needs nourishment i'm pretty sure you already mentioned that in previous um episodes but you actually eat more because you burn more calories and um muscles need a lot of proteins and calories and whatever to just be there to just sustain them. Otherwise your exactly. body's gonna be like, no, we don't need these muscles. Like you're not gonna build them even though you train a lot. And also exactly. if you're building more muscles, like your muscle weight, your muscle percentage will increase. And thus if you now gain a kilo or two or three more of fat, that fat percentage will basically still stay the same because you also increase the muscle weight, right? Yeah, absolutely. Less Gary, gaining um, fat as well, of course, but you will not really see it that
1: much. A hundred percent. If you don't mind sharing, how many kilos have you gained over the last years ever since you started basically gaining weight? Mm -hmm. Um, It's about like seven kilos.
2: About mm-hmm. thing, I
1: guess. <laughs> and like, of course, depending on how like someone's body is uh, to start with, seven kilos can be quite a lot. It can also be quite nothing. But I think it's like super impressive because it can change like so much, like even just like three kilos can be like for a woman, especially so noticeable mm-hmm. and just like so amazing and beautiful, I think. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you were bullied at school for being too skinny and because I can like totally relate to that. Um, I went through many, many really painful years of like being bullied from probably early age on like first grade until uh, ever since I graduated. I was always a girl for being known as being too skinny and being bullied because of that. Um, what, 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 How was it for you and how do you think it um, impacted your life? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm really thinking about it because actually
2: the whole experience wasn't too bad, but I still know that it impacted me more than I um, think or want to think Um, because I had like a really strange relationship with the people or the girls (laughs) in um, in my class back then. There was one girl who was bored and I don't know what her problem was, but she tried or basically decided on the spot of like, oh today I don't like you <laughs> and then she found mm-hmm. or tried to find um different things that she doesn't like. So at one point I went to school and the girls were just standing in a circle and looking at me like super and not talking to me and whatever. And I was like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is going on? Um and then one mm-hmm. of the girls who was supposedly my friend came to me and she was like, Oh yeah, that girl, you know, she's like saying you're like anorexic and stuff like that. And
1: I just stood there mm-hmm. and I was like what like i was completely thrown out. Because that no one can ever make about anyone is like yeah it can destroy
2: someone's complete childhood or even life definitely definitely and then my supposed friend went back to the group because obviously she wanted to be part of the group and i was like what the fuck mm-hmm. is going on like what do you want and i don't really know but that continued for a little bit and it was like right before i um had to go to college so i was like you know what you don't like me, I don't like you either. So I basically push it away from me. I was like, this is not affecting me, but I definitely know that it affected me. Um, because yeah, I was basically also like thinking. There, it also like scared me to gain weight because people were like, "Oh yeah, but you're the skinny one." And then also in college, I was also super skinny, um, and they were also like, "Oh yeah, but the, you don't have to worry about eating chocolate and stuff like that because you will always be skinny." You no, know, which which comes from a good place, but still, it was on me like, "Okay, I need to stay that skinny self." So I was definitely scared to like gain even a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I can totally feel you and I think it's like so crazy how like people think that it's totally okay to skinny shame people but then obviously no one is fat shaming people because like if someone is visibly obese you cannot say anything because this will hurt the person's feelings but if someone is skinny it's totally fine to say hey you're way too skinny you don't look good like it's just like insane that people don't see that both is the same thing just in another direction And I was, like, a bully for, like, as I mentioned already, uh, many, many years. And it it impacted me a lot because I started, like, hiding my body. I started literally wearing shirts from my dad, which were, like, super large on me. But they would hide my body, like, so much. Like, no one could basically see how my body would look underneath. And I was doing this for a really long time until someone asked me, why are you not showing your body? And I was like, well, because of you. Because you always tell me that I am too skinny. Obviously, I didn't say that at that time. But yeah thinking about it right now like what I did to myself and how like literally insecure I was because just some people um, scamming me is just crazy. Wow yeah especially when it happens over
2: years and years it really becomes part of your personality and as you said you thinking that you're not allowed or you cannot show your body um, because it will affect how
1: other people see you basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you think that the bullying ever impacted your uh, food relationship because you said that you were like kind of scared to gain weight? Do you think like you had a different food relationship back then as you have now? Yes. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't really in school when I was being bullied
2: because um, I didn't really let it affect me that much. I was just like, I want to get away from these people like right now. So I didn't even say Mm -hmm. goodbye to them when it was the last day of school um, because it was just so (laughs) over. But then when I moved to Berlin, I mean, it was never bad or anything, but I definitely restrained my calories a couple of times when I felt like I was gaining a little bit, where I was then basically just eating like a half a bread roll or something um, in the morning. And it's just like a little dinner at night um, because I felt like I had to stay skinny and be skinny at all the times, even though I was working mm-hmm. out. So, yeah, but that was also fluctuating. Like sometimes it was completely like that and sometimes it was just normal. Um, so, yeah, I definitely had a different food relationship back then but then also veganism helped me so much like just because yeah. with your first of all your body but then also with food to really see what is food actually it's not your enemy but it's actually like the nourishment your body needs and giving mm-hmm. your body the nourishment that it craves is so important and also here, yeah like chocolate of course you can have chocolate um but not like all the time but i feel when you get more in tune with your body and also like listening more to your cycle as a woman for example um and listening more to the cravings like when are you more hungry and is it actual hunger or is it just like a craving right now um then your body will also tell you what it really needs like then you will all of a sudden crave broccoli and you're like where is
0: this coming from <laughs> yeah.
2: your body's so smart and it really tells you what you need and what you have to eat basically if you get rid of like excessive amounts of sugar salt and um like oils also like fats that are all industrially produced and also saying not saying here you cannot ever eat anything like that it's also um in balance here but yeah if you just start listening more to like all the nutrition and seeing the nutrition that's inside of it it's just so much more
1: um yeah you get so much more intuitive with it Absolutely. And I really love that you mentioned that it's so important to have a balance because obviously like I try to eat as healthy as I can because I generally really, really enjoy having like super healthy meals. I really love eating whole foods. Like it doesn't bother me to have like pure vegetables on my plate like I really really enjoy it nowadays but it's like also so important that if my body is really craving for example a chocolate then I'm just gonna eat this chocolate because I'm not gonna tell myself no Village, you don't deserve it because hell yes I do we all do like we all deserve the foods that our body is craving because our body knows as you already said exactly what it needs for nourishment and for sometimes even just pleasure and soul food like it's so important to not tell yourself no, don't have it because it's not healthy. It's not healthy to restrict either. It's much healthier to have a balance and know exactly how and in what way uh, the food is directly impacting your body. Yeah. Um, if you were to give someone a, a tip, someone who's like maybe struggling right now and doesn't really know where to start this person let's say is like skinny right now and really wants to um, achieve some physical results and obviously also work on the mental health what kind of a tip would it be from your side Mm -hmm.
2: i would tell that person or you listening who's struggling with that um to be first of all very clear with your goal like maybe write it down what is it that you want to achieve and be specific Mm -hmm. like if if you say I want to gain three kilograms of muscle or just increase weight, write it down and make it measurable. So say when do you want to have that achieved? If it's like six months down the line, write down goal for six months and then see like what do I need to do each and every day or each and every month in order to achieve that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you're still struggling with like motivation or whatever, then find a partner, maybe a friend who is similar. Um, struggle or similar goals to be like we'll do this together and we'll keep each other accountable so we'll maybe go to the gym together we'll I don't know like snapchat our meals of the day I don't know Um, or just have like regular call-ins to be like hey are you still on board are you still like really motivated and having a goal a specific goal very very important otherwise you're like oh yeah i could do it maybe not it's it's, it doesn't matter if i reach in like two months or five months then you'll not do it because your inner comfort zone is going to be like oh yeah but actually it's okay where you are at right now but then you think of Mm -hmm. like no but i actually want to change in your comfort zone it's like no let's stay here it's so comfortable on the sofa you know to actually Mm -hmm. take this decision right now so you don't have to take the decision each and every single day because that will just leave you super crazy exhausted (laughs) I I love the, then, so thank you. And then also um getting yourself a mentor or a coach or anything if you really don't know what to
1: do I think it's so important to not be afraid to ask for help because people always think that they have to achieve goals by themselves but this is like such a non-brainer like it's so important to like seek out for help even if it's just a friend or your mom or whoever it is like tell the people your goal and you will have like this kind of little pressure onto yourself to like actually achieve it and even if you like all the tips that you just gave and you still struggle with doing it you have already an accountability partner you have already your goals written down you know exactly and super clear what you want to achieve but for some reason and you still cannot start, you still don't have this drive or motivation. You can even make it harder for yourself, for example, you can give your friend whoever it is like let's say 500 euros or however much of money you have that will like kind of be unpleasant for you to just give away and then if you don't achieve your goal if you don't start working on your goal your friend will keep your money and if that's not like motivation or like drive enough to actually do something then I don't know what would be maybe increase the amount then but like something that like really is unpleasant for you but obviously like won't hurt you for I don't know um but yeah that's something that i think actually really helps and i have actually someone who paid me at the moment because i'm like his accountability partner so um i'm taking care of the money as soon as this person has achieved this goal and i think it's like really really helpful mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah that's something where you're like no i don't want to like get this money away i need to do
1: it right now <laughs> the money back then you better start working
2: <laughs> yeah that's actually good advice uh-huh <laughs> true and also not from the start because it takes like six to six days or something to establish a new habit so if you're just mm-hmm. trying like two weeks and then you're like ah oh, but motivation and it's dark and it's cold and love sore and then you start making all these excuses but yeah you can also like write a contract out for yourself and be like every single day i'm taking the decision to do whatever it is you want to do so you don't have to take that decision At that moment where you're like, I don't really want to do it because then you will always be like, I'm just going to stay where I am.
1: Yes, because trust me, these moments will come for everyone. Like even you, I bet, and also me, I have moments where I just don't feel like either working out or working or just doing whatever is. I know it's actually good for me, but these moments will come. No one is born or like can be 100% perfect and 100% on track. And what actually keeps you on track are these days, the days where you don't feel like doing it and you still do it. So that's exactly what um, makes the difference between someone who is staying on track and someone who is giving up awesome tanya thank you so so much for your time uh, it's so so nice that you share your share your experiences with uh, me and us i really appreciated that you were open and happy to share what you have gone through um yeah thank you very much i really really loved you having on here
2: well thank you so much this was so awesome and i loved reconnecting with you and yeah if this just helps thank like one person our duty is
1: done so this is exactly. amazing exactly then we are already fully fulfilled and happy
2: yeah thank you thank you so much too it was so lovely (laughs) have a beautiful day my love